everyone. This is DP0427 here again with Hate Mail. Video. So uh, we're here with another episode of The Watchtower for you guys. And uh, this one's going to be a bit shorter than the last one because we'll only be talking about um, the wrap up of season one of Titans. Uh, the last On the last episode of The Watchtower, Hate went up to the Jason Todd episode, which I believe is episode six. And here we're just going to talk about episode seven through 11 to wrap up season one and our thoughts on it. So if you haven't already watched Titans, um, this is your spoiler warning. So you probably want to tune out um, because this is going to be complete spoilers for the entire season. <laughs> and next month, hopefully I'll have seen all of Young Justice and we'll chat about that as well. But there is three seasons to catch up on, right? So by the time uh, next month comes around, the third season will already be finished. So actually, no, sorry. It'll be halfway finished because you're taking a break until June, I think. So, yeah. Okay, maybe I can catch up then. We'll see. Yeah, you'll catch up. Yeah, you should you should be able to do it if you have a reasonable pace on it. So we'll see. So the last episode that you watched in the last um, episode of the Watchtower was the Jason Todd episode, and from there, the next episode after that was Asylum. And in this episode, it's the episode where um, the team goes to find Rachel's mother. So um, what do you remember about this episode, and what did you like about it? This is the one where they're inside the asylum and Jason Todd's held in the room with the, the padded room, correct? That was Dick Grayson, wasn't it? Was it Jason Todd? No. I don't remember. Yeah, it was It was, It was. was Dick at the end who... Uh, oh, no, okay, yeah, this was the one where they rescue her mother. Right, right, right. So, yeah, this, I'm thinking of the right one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying... Because he's getting... He gets drugged in it. I thought that was pretty badass how they did that with him. If that was Dick, right? That wasn't Jason, right? Yeah, Dick. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. All right, so um, yeah, so that's she's getting drugged in one room, and then they're trying to figure her out. They're trying to get um, Rachel's mom out, and the thing I didn't like about this episode was the relationship between um, how Gar and Rachel were like talking about, and everyone's like, "All right, we're not going to go in here," and then Josh's like, "You know what we're going to do? We're going to go in here." <laughs> and I don't know, I don't know what that whole thing was about. I mean, I guess Gar's trying to get on her good side because he likes her, but I don't know. I mean, what did you think about that episode? It was kind of dark. The whole episode was really dark. So yeah, it wasn't my favorite one of, of all the ones. I think that was one of my least favorite episodes for that reason. It was, I mean, I like was a couple parts of it that were pretty cool that I liked, but I kind of felt like it was a little unnecessarily dark. What did you think about the end? Do you remember the ending of that episode? You're you're really uh, you remember these a lot better than I do. <laughs> so. I'm literally reading. I'm literally reading the uh, the Wikipedia episode descriptions as we're talking. That's why. So. But the, um, the the end of the episode is they, they get everyone out of the uh, out of the asylum. Well, everyone that matters, I guess. And uh, Corey burns it down. And then Dick burns his Robin suit. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, I don't know. Like I said, that episode was... I didn't really get into that one that much. The thing about the ending is basically the way Corey talks to Dick. And after he burns the, the Robin suit, there's a lot of like foreshadowing. Because she's saying like, so it's like, you're not going to need that anymore. And like he's going to become someone some, someone else or something else, or he's going to be better than that. So, his guess is foreshadowing Nightwing. Do you think that's going to happen anytime soon now that he doesn't have the Robin suit anymore? Is it going to speed up, you think, that process? Uh, I don't think they're going to do it in season two, but I could see... Well, they might want to do it as a spinoff show, because when you look at all the new shows that are supposed to be coming out, they're nerdy. do several spinoff shows from this show. So, I, I don't know. Maybe... Maybe because it seems like the DC Universe app, the the trial with this has gone really well, yep. which I'm really excited about because it seems like there's going to be a lot of DC shows coming out. Well, I think right. the, the episode after this one, the Donna Troy episode, not because I don't want to dwell on Asylum because it was kind of my yeah. one of my least favorite episodes. Um, 
Well, I love Donna Troy. She's such a good character. I, and after looking at her actress, I, I kind of think that the uh, the in-game model was modeled after her. What do you think? Yeah, she definitely seems a lot like the DC Legends model. Like, I, I think they definitely took a look at her and then designed the character somewhat around her. But her character, to be fair, character in the show looks a lot like what you in like Rebirth. Like the one, the one thing about when Donna Troy was talking to uh, Dick about, um, like you know, their their past and stuff like that. The thing that I liked is when they were talking about costumes and how Dick was saying he burned his, and she's like, "Why'd you burn yours? You know how these are really expensive." It's like, didn't you get rid of yours? I still have mine. I didn't throw it away. <laughs> and so, which makes me think that there's going to be a point where we're going to see everybody in their costumes, and it's going to be awesome. Hopefully, season two is my is my guess. So yeah, they did a really good job with casting of these characters, with the exception of Starfire, the only one I didn't think matched the character in the comics as well. But like we mentioned the others that I like the character, I just don't like. I didn't. I, didn't, I thought it was forecasting. Sold on Beast Boy. I'm not sold on like the fact that his skin's not green from the base. And, but I guess they had to do it for TV. Like they had to change things around for TV. But you know. It, maybe I'll turn around to Beast Boy. I don't know. I like Beast Boy. I think he's. Our, I thought they did pretty good with him actually. From the uh, the Donna Troy episode, I mean, was there any memorable parts of that that, that you liked? Um, other than Donna Troy, now. <laughs> okay, I, li- I like <laughs> my memories. It's been too long now. <laughs> I like the uh, I like the I liked how they developed her relationship with Dick. That was awesome because it's like it's like in the um, in the comics, right? How they're like brother and sister almost. So I like that. Yeah, they they kept that really well. Um, the next episode after that was Hank and Dawn. Do you remember much about the the Hank the sorry the yeah the Hank and Dawn episode? I must have one really late at night because I have no recollection of that episode at all. You get to learn about um, the first Dove, his brother. Yeah, this was another one. I think I, I really liked Hank and Dawn, but this is another episode. I felt like this one dragged a little bit, especially after so much action in the other ones. They tried to make you feel for the brother, and I did kind of feel for the brother, and that was kind of kind of like awkward how both the brother and the mother dies at the same time. That was just like whoa. But what did you think? Oh, now, now I do remember this episode. Now that you're bringing it up, yeah. but it shows you like that. Whole, yeah, it was a little better than I remember. It shows you like that whole side of Hank. I'm not sure if it was really needed. I mean, I guess it, it was needed to show what type of person he is. Um, like he's kind of like what's the word here? Um, he he has this sort of jaded past, and he's uh, and this is the reason why he's like all you know, uh, self medicating all the time, and he's trying to forget things. So. But what did you think? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a little bit of episode than I, rem- than I remember now, but it did it did still drag on a little bit because it wasn't there wasn't as much action. But since they're doing the spinoff show, they kind of wanted to do the origin here, I guess, so they don't have to like start the whole season with that. So that kind of makes sense. I think I think better. That part of this episode that leads into the last episode was when you start seeing Rachel appear here and there. She's appearing in like dreams, and she was showing up in reflections in like a football helmet and stuff like that, which sort of uh, foreshadows the last episode right so i mean what do you think about that whole writing that whole that whole part of the script of the storyline writing in they did a good job i mean i like i really I like i think one of the things they've done the best in this entire show was how they've Rachel on the demon possession and everything with her like that has been done like that's what's made this show so good in my mind Right. Okay. So let's. I guess we'll move it on from there. The last. The next episode here is the coriander episode. The episode where um, uh, Starfire wakes up. Like she kind of remembers who she is. She's from the planet Tamaran and all that. What do you think about that episode? 
She's your favorite character. So. That episode was it. I felt like this when things really got back on track because mm-hmm. this was one of my favorite episodes. The thing I liked about um, this episode the most was her ship. The way they showed her ship and everyone inside it, and that was awesome. I don't know how they did that. Though. Like the graphics for that and the 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 CGI they put in. Special effects on this show have been so good. Like I'm surprised at how good it's been. I'm still very impressed. What do you think about the whole the fact that at the end, um, you know, when they they set up that barrier and they get Trigon out of the house uh, out of the mirror, and they 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 basically like end it with Dick running through the barrier into the into the house. I mean. Why is it that? Well, they did a cool job with they did a cool job with how they made Trigon come out. The only thing I thought was I thought it was a little weird how they did it, but it, I thought it fit the show pretty well. Like the the mirror is a portal, and then only Rachel can get him out of the portal, basically. Uh, yeah, I mean it, it fit the show. It was a little funky from the comics, but I'm okay with that. Your thought on uh, Trigon being human formed? I was slightly disappointed in that, but also once again because it's a TV show, and I kind of get why. I have a feeling you'll see him in full human form. Uh, I would, I would expect to see that too. I just hope that they don't do something really cheesy like they did on um, Legends of Tomorrow, because they they had like really really terrible CGI demons coming in, and it was just like really really cringy. Yeah, but this should be a very different caliber to Tomorrow. Hopefully uh, they step it up. All right. Well, I mean, I guess let's wrap things up with the Dick Grayson episode, the very last episode. So this one. Wow. This episode. <laughs> First of all, before we get into the details, what do you think of the episode as a whole? Like, were you, were you happy with it or were you disappointed by it? I, I was I was both. I loved it and hated it at the same time. Me too. Exactly. Because it was a phenomenal episode. Batman was appropriately badass. Super awesome. And then I was very disappointed that it was a dream, even though I knew right at the from the start, it was a dream, pretty much the way it started. Like as soon as you skip forward in time and you do like a lot of like these weird things that's going on, you, there's a very very high likelihood that either either it's like another universe, it's a dream, it's I guess in this case it was something that's being manipulated by Trigon, right? Like he was being manipulated by Trigon is what was happening. Like when because I knew it was a dream, then I was like, oh, this is kind of stupid. Then I was like, well, Batman's so awesome. They did such a good job with him, such a good job with him, and then. At the end, the way they did it with Trigon, I was like, well, they did a good job storyline wise on why they did it that way. But I was a little disappointed. I always hate dreams in all shows. Like I just because I know I'm like, the show is supposed to be I mean, the show isn't real, obviously, but it's supposed to be real. And then when it's a dream in a show, I don't know why I just always that annoys me. I really I really wanted to see Batman's face. I wanted to see the front of Batman, but we knew going into this. that There's probably there's a very, very I'm I'm actually okay with that part, but (laughs) I mean, the the thing that I liked was that the way he had like an answer to everything. He was really he was ready for every single thing that was coming at him. And like even Corey, who came like he didn't he came he was about to be blown up by Corey. And he's like, Corey, get down! He's got a cold gun. So yeah, I love that because I was like, man, they did Batman exactly how you should do Batman. And now I really really want the same people to do a show with Batman. Because I think they would do it right. They would do it, give it proper justice. Like screw these movies, screw these, um, you know, CW shows. I mean, yeah, CW shows are okay, but this whoever's in charge of this needs to just go forward with everything DC. And the Joker that they showed, like being you know massacred by Batman, that was cool too. Like just like the way the yeah, he was. I mean, I'm like, there is so much potential here. You just you need to take this whoever's in charge of all this stuff and let them build out a DC universe. Because this this is the founding that we needed. 
the the color palette, especially even the scenes with um, with with Corey walking through the hospital, walking through the police, the the police offices, and so on. It shows like they put a lot of attention to detail, uh, like in terms of the scenes, and make you feel like really into it, right? The what do you think about Corey being now that she's no longer you know in her you know hooker drag? <laughs> you see her with like definitely improved. I mean, still not what I, right? I mean, not not what. <laughs> still not quite what i want but significantly improved well let's let's cut to the chase the end of the show what did you think about the after credit scenes uh i couldn't have been more excited when that 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 if you haven't if you watch the show and you didn't sit through all the tra- um trailers make sure you watch the very very end because um after the credits yeah i couldn't believe they did the dog that was just awesome man i mean as soon as First, the first thing, and a friend of mine watched the episode before I did, and he said, man, as soon as I saw at the end of the credits, meanwhile, somewhere in Metropolis, he just freaked out and he knew that I was going to freak out. Because <laughs> when you see the word Metropolis, only one thing comes to your mind, right? And then, oh, and then now I didn't actually piece it together right away until I looked over like right where it showed, it showed that it was happening in Cadmus. And once you saw Cadmus, Metropolis, you put it together, right? So, um, yeah, um, Superboy. Superboy is going to be awesome. Um, I'm just wondering if... And he's grown up, too, which is great. Like, he's not a, like a toddler. <laughs> and I hope that they're going to go the Young Justice route about it because that's the same way that Connor Kent's introduced to the, the Titans in um, in the just, in Young Justice because he's he breaks out of his, like, I guess test tube or whatever you want to call that holding cell in Cadmus and he's subject 13 there right so that's cool now the one thing that they didn't do in Young Justice was show Crypto so I wonder if Crypto is going to be a big part of the show because <laughs> Crypto is actually a really awesome character it seems like they're, well, they're going to do something with them I just I'm really surprised that they're willing to bring in some of these characters and I'm really excited and happy by it so I'm I'm super excited for season two because it looks like they're in I was wondering how they were going to deal with Trigon, and this kind of answers that question. It comes in Rex's face. But, um, yeah, I mean, Trigon's so powerful, you need so many... Metahumans. Yeah. Now, the thing, about, the thing about Superboy and Crypto that I'm excited for is that it opens up a whole new possibility. So um, the fact that you have Superboy, he's going to have his whole origin story come up too, right? So that means Lex Luthor is going to come into this at some point too, right? And then... Uh, the fact that you have crypto opens the door also to Ace uh, Batman's dog. So <laughs> I'd like to see I'd like to see Ace and Superman and and Lex Luthor on the show at some point, or you know, reference to at some point at least. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be that'd be amazing. All right, so we'll wrap it up there, and uh, hopefully by the next time we uh, we get around to the third episode of the Watchtower, we'll be talking a lot about Young Justice and how awesome season three is so far. All right, until next time, guys. See ya. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of WROL Broadcasts, a subsidiary of the Oddsman and We Are Legends. To view additional content and support the show, please go to patreon.com slash WROL Broadcasts.